Hey friends, this is Sugbury, and I am the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so thankful that you even found us amongst all of the podcasts of this world. I've got a great show coming up for you, and if you enjoyed it, will you do me a favor? Wherever you're listening to your podcast, would you rate it? Um, hopefully it's going to be a five. Why do we do this? Because it allows us to rise up amongst all of the other podcasts. And why do we want to rise up? So we can bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world. So would you partner with us, rate the show each and every time that you listen to your podcast, and I will love you even more for it. This is Sugbury over and out. Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? So excited you joined us today and that you even found us on the radio or on podcast wherever you're listening. My name is Sugbury and I am the host of Him for Her Radio. H I M number four her radio women's hot topics. And you know what? I love women. Women from around the whole United States. Most of you know my husband and I love to go RVing and I have met our next guest when I was RVing on the road. We have with us today two beautiful women. If you want to follow us, go to Zoom, upload uh, Him for Her Radio, and you will see it on there, these beautiful ladies I'm interviewing. Sheila Godfrey and Katrina Busi. Did I say that right, Katrina? Busi, yep. Oh, oh Busi, Busi, I'm going to get it right. I swear I'm going to get it right. So let me tell you a little bit about our guests. Um, today's topic is called Selling Everything and Going RVing. Now, this is part two. I want you to listen to part one. If you would, we've aired that last week. I want you to listen and hear all the things that they, all the challenges and the joys that they had going through all of selling stuff, how they decided to do it, what their family said, what their husbands, were they on board? How do you find space when you're together 24-7? Um, and then this part two we're going to be talking about a variety of things. How do you set up your itinerary? How do you decide where you're going to go next? You know, what does this great state of America look like uh, from the eyes of when you're RVing 24-7? So, ladies, I can't wait to get to the good stuff. Uh, but just for a minute, Sheila Godfrey, um, you lived in Indiana for 46 years. In 2010, you moved to California. In 2017, not too long ago, you married your husband, Alan. Shout out to Alan. Uh, Sheila has three girls. Alan has three boys. And they got tired of the liberalism and things that were going on in California. And they decided to pack up and go. And they've only been RVing for, has it been three months, Sheila? Three, mm-hmm. yep. three months. July three, three months. And she was guided by friends on how best to do this. Thank you, Sheila. Mm-hmm. And thank you for coming <laughs> on board with us today. Um, Katrina. Your wonderful husband, Ed, has got such a great sense of humor. You guys have got two children as well. And in 2017, you started to look around and think about motorhoming. You were getting tired of what was going on. um, And you just thought, let's just see the world. We'd like to sell everything and see the world. But God forced your hand a little bit early in December when Ed had uh, lost his job, which really became a blessing in disguise. 
you were still working and packing and selling and getting rid of the house. But I love how God put everything together and made everything work. There's four things that Katrina had told me that she has found um, in her notes. She has sent this to me that she enjoyed the most. And one was how much this is a beautiful country. Number two was mm-hmm. there's a lot of casinos. <laughs> you wouldn't know how many casinos there are unless you're traveling. The third yeah, is right. um, the homelessness is bigger than they expected, homelessness. And the fourth is our viewers are friendly and helpful at all the campsites they are. I absolutely love the people we meet. So let's get into it. Selling everything and going RVing. Sheila, would you share with me just for a minute, what has been some of your greatest joys about being on the road? Well, definitely meeting the people and how friendly everybody is and being able to experience um, so many parts of this country that I didn't know they existed. And I really thought I was going to be a lot more homesick for my physical home and the, the area of my community. And it hasn't happened yet, and I'm super surprised about that because I really am a homebody. But everywhere we go, our home goes with us. So it totally has taken away that element, and I've been really surprised and happy about that. Good, good. I just want to do this, you guys. It sounds so exciting. I absolutely love it. And by the way, ladies, we are doing more podcasts on the road, airing through AM 980, The Mission, as well as we're going to upload everything to Zoom so you can see the countryside, see the faces of women's hot topics. Katrina, share with us one of your greatest joys that you have discovered on the road. Well, I mean, like I mentioned, those four things, and really, I have to say, it it is the country and the people. I mean, it's amazing what God created that, again, I didn't realize. I mean, I, you see pictures, and you see, but pictures don't do the beauty justice. Um, you really yeah. need to be yeah. there and, and see it. Um, but then the people, um, I have to say, it reminds me of when we were growing up because we're all relatively the same age. Um, I'm 57. And, um, but when we were younger in our neighborhood, you know, the kids were all outside to play, you know, that you didn't worry about where your kids, you know, where we were, the parents, you know, our mom and dad just let us go out and play. And, and, but if something was wrong or if like, if, if a neighbor opened their hood of their car or, and you know, my dad would go over, other neighbors would come over and say, hey, what can we help you with? Or if something was happening, I mean, yeah. those, you know, the neighbors were there to help you. And that's what it's sure. like at a campground. I mean, and just it the is. people that we've met, it brings you back to the, you know, back to the, like the 60s and the 70s when that's mm-hmm. how it was, you know, it was totally yeah. like that. And everybody was willing to help other people. And, um, and I think that's the biggest the biggest thing that it's been is that there are people like that still out there, you know, besides everything that's going on in the country right now, it is amazing that there are people willing to help and still wanting to help, you know, and, and provide, you know, service and help for you if you need it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Those of you listening, we are all three in different States. I'm coming through. We just were in Colorado visiting our daughter. We're coming through in South Dakota and we are in South Dakota at a place and on the exit 260 I-90 in Chamberlain, South Dakota at Al's Oasis. Thank you, Al's Oasis, for letting me use your Wi-Fi. <laughs> you were so kind. But you just never know where you're going to be. And Sheila, you're in Hudson, Wisconsin, as well as Katrina is in Lake Powell, uh, Arizona. So we're all, you know, if we sound a little different, we're all Zooming. We're all talking on our telephones. And thank you to Lee Michael, who is over there, and he's 
producing all of it for us at AM 980, The Mission. Again, thank you, Lee. So here's a question that we all have. How do you decide where to go, when to go? You know, um, RVing is becoming more and more popular, especially since COVID. I find uh, we've been RVing for 20 years. And it's mm-hmm. more, and not full-time, though. But it's harder to find campsites, harder to know where to go. Um, Sheila, start us out and tell us a little bit. Of, how, do, how did you and Alan decide, new at this, to pick your itinerary and where to go? <laughs> well, we had a really good teacher. And so we had a mentor who's on the screen with us today who has really helped us out. So in the very beginning, um, I was speaking with Katrina and telling her that we were thinking about doing this jury. And she goes, oh, my gosh, just follow us in here. I'll share my itinerary. You guys can just catch up with us whenever you can. So for the last, you know, couple months, we've been following them on and off pretty consistently. And they had already done all the homework and all the research for how to travel in the summer. So we piggybacked on them. And then we had a couple places we had to go in between and then we'd catch up. But what I've learned at this point moving forward, because we're not going to meet up with them again until January, We've got a few December. December. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to see in December. That's right. That's right. We're going to see in December. Okay, so um, I'm, all I have done is I filled in where we want to be for the holidays and where the events are. And I just mm-hmm. fill it in backwards to make the trail be smooth. You know, and so um, that's, that was just by learning from my coach. Good. Katrina, how did you learn so much on how to build an itinerary? Okay, so we I told you that we were going to do this for a year and a half, and we wanted to see all 49 states, contiguous states that we could. So we started out, and the first place my husband wanted to go was Alaska. So um, the biggest thing, and I think, and Sheila kind of um, commented about that as far as, you know, there's rallies, these rallies that go on, whether there are Numar rallies or AIM rallies like we all met at or, um, or you know, there's FNCA rallies. There's all kinds of them. But, you know, we, we knew that um, when we first started, we knew nothing <laughs> about our being and we had never owned a motor coach before and we never camped before. So we were like, well, we got to go figure out what we're doing. So there was a Numar rally um, in Wyoming and Ed wanted to go to Alaska first. So we made our way out to Wyoming for that Numar rally. And then from there, we made our way to Alaska. And then we just wanted to hit all the states. So we came down from Alaska and followed the whole West Coast. And um, then Ooh. went down into Texas and then followed the Gulf all the way over. And then the next summer we went up um, you know, so it's more or less been based on things that are happening because our daughter got married, you know, that next year. And so then we had to go back up into Chicago area and then we went into Canada and came down the East Coast. So we wanted just trying to hit all this, the cities. But I think the biggest thing is to try to, you know, you kind of say, OK, where do you want to go? Whether it's like, OK, I want to go to the to the, you know, national parks. Then you kind of plan, like Sheila said, you have a certain date that you want to be there and you just kind of plan where you want to go from there but um, how do you know how do you know how long you need to stay there or how far ahead do you have to book the reservations you know well you you nailed it on the head it's getting harder with reservations now and um, I have a lot of friends that just travel and they'll just call when they decide that they're done and they want to find a campground Mm -hmm. I I Mm -hmm. like to plan stuff more I'm more of a planner so I want to know that I want to stay. And if it's a bigger area, if there's a 
seems like there's a lot to see there, then I want to stay, you know, three, four or five nights there, you know, maybe even a week, you know, but if it's just somewhere I'm getting through, then it might only be one night or it might be two nights if it's a bigger, you know, or something. But I want to say on average, probably four to five nights is what we tend to stay in a certain area. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would say three to five, three to five nights is what we tend to do. But um, we love the Harvest Coast and going from spot to spot um, just because those are so unique and different with the wineries and breweries. Okay, so I'm going to... I'm going to jump in. A Harvest Host, my friends, is a group that you can join. Um, anybody can join it if you like to RV. doesn't matter if you have a motor coach, a trailer, a little teardrop. You know, it doesn't matter. You can sign up um, as a member, and I can't remember what it is a year. It changes. But then you can stay at different uh, vineyards that have opened up their parking lots or opened up a space. You can plug in some, not very many, but you dry camp there. They also just started a golf course one where you can stay there. Mm-hmm. But they do ask that you go in and sample the wines or you maybe uh, mm-hmm. go to the clubhouse and, and try golfing, et cetera. But you stay there for free based on your membership. Um, Sheila, share with me, if you would, for just a minute, do you have a favorite state that you and Alan have discovered yet so far? You are sitting in it, girl. Right there in it, right? We've been there twice already. Yep. Went to one of those there, met up with Katrina. In fact, that was the event was that was our go destination date, which we knew that everything we were doing was wrapped around that first event that we had never been to. And Katrina, was that your first event also? Um, first event with AIM, uh, yes, but not my first, not my first rally, but yeah. And so listeners, what they're talking about is RV rally. Yep, RV rally. Yeah. And then we went to Portland to see my brother and journeyed all across America and made lots of stops, came back to South Dakota and spent a week there. And, you know, you were asking earlier, how long do you stay at a place? I'm finding that I'm not staying long enough. And I'm wanting to stay more. And because I plan things so far ahead, I have to leave early. And the chances of getting back to some of these places, I don't know how realistic it is. So I'm, I'm having a little bit yeah. of uh, uh, concern on how to juggle all that. There's got to be a learning curve. Are you guys keeping track of your favorite places, sites, you know, things like that? Yeah. You know, blog them. Yep. Get them out there yeah. so people can yep. see that as well. Um, yep. Now, did you have a favorite state, Katrina, that you like the best? Uh, Alaska, by far. Um, And what my husband and I say is you need to see all the national parks here in the United, you know, in the lower 48 states before you go to Alaska, because everything is just so much grander and and just breathtaking. I mean, just unbelievably breathtaking. And we joke that we went to Glacier Park here, which is Glacier Park is gorgeous down here, you know, in, in Montana and, and Washington. But but yet um, you go to Alaska and there's glaciers everywhere, everywhere. I mean, they're just everywhere. And um, but it, wow. it is just breathtakingly beautiful. But we also found that we love Idaho. I mean, it was crazy because I, you know, we were thinking when we first did it, as a state, because our rule for staying, you know, to putting the putting the state on our map is you have to stay a night. And uh, so we did that when we were in Yellowstone <laughs> the, our first year. And um, we just were like, ah, good, we got Idaho under our belt. And then this year we came and spent, and that was two years ago. So then this year we came and spent a, a lot of time in Idaho. And it is 
unbelievable. I mean, the lakes are incredible. Um, the water yeah, mm-hmm. is just oh, gorgeous. So we really, really like that Idaho. That whole region. Yeah. It's really when you say that whole region, Wyoming, Idaho, South Dakota, wow. Yeah. It's like I have not spent yeah. enough time in that whole area. Yep. Yeah, my husband, my husband yeah, and I so. are talking about that because you guys texted us and you showed us the pictures, Polson, Montana, some of these others. We're yeah. going to leave Minnesota and do that whole loop around Idaho, oh, Montana, yes. Wyoming. Yeah, spend some time yes. doing it. I just oh. and, and you know how do you even pick one state because everything is so absolutely beautiful. Now speaking Gorgeous. of beauty, ladies, uh, friends, you got to go and zoom and see uh, these hot looking women because <laughs> where are you getting your hair done? <laughs> Where are you getting your nails done? I mean, you know, these are <laughs> comments and thoughts women have today when you're on the road. Katrina, what do you do? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So hair has been an issue. I um, I have only had, like, my bangs cut two different times other than my normal gal back in Chicago. Because when my daughter was planning her wedding, I could keep going back and getting my hair cut there. Yeah. Um, sure, nails, sure. Um, I just Google, I mean... I Google it and I read all the reviews and yeah. um, and just pick one. And so far, I mean, I think I've had one that I wasn't really happy with, but for the most part, yeah. they're pretty right on. The reviews are pretty right yeah. on. So um, how about you? Down the hair. Yeah, yeah. And and I apologize to our listeners since we're all in three different states. There's a little delay, so uh, bear with us yeah. and have patience, please. Um, Sheila. Share with me, uh, you know, your hair is so cute. And how do you guys know how to take care of yourself on the road? Where do you go? I'm laughing about my hair. My daughter has always done my hair. And I was black hair until COVID hit. I got a little bored, so I went blonde. I'm not sure how much I really am taking care of that. Although next uh, two weeks, I do have an appointment with someone I know in Indiana, a dear friend of mine who has cut my hair all my life in Indiana. And so he's going to whip me in shape. Nails has definitely been pretty easy, although because of COVID, in some states, it's still not going. But because, like we had mentioned, Katrina and I have been traveling that upper region, they're very conservative there, and they're not very COVID-fearful. And so most Uh everything is still open. So that has been a real joy to be able to get that done. Well, now, Uh, you've cut your hair since I saw you last. So what did you do? Did you just find a salon and go into one? Nope, I've not cut it. It's actually long. You have not. It's it look, not growing. Look how dark it is. My blonde is here. Oh, yeah. My hair is here. Okay, now Lee Michaels is our producer. Lee, you got to remember this is a women's show. This is what women talk about. So don't be laughing. Right. At the studio right. going. How I'm enjoying it. Is this, how superficial is this conversation? You know, Lee Michaels' daughter. A shout out to her. She's also uh, in the hair salon business. But, you know, God tells us in Luke 4 that he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. And I think if you pray on all things, God blesses us in all things. Amen. And so what advice would you give our listeners if maybe they're just fed up with the sticks and bricks of of mortgages and homes and, uh, you know, just what's going on in their state? You know, I'm a little irritated with Minnesota and what's going on with the riots and everything else that you, they just want to pack up, sell everything, and go. Katrina, what would be your advice to some of our listeners um, that you would give them from your experience in doing this? I think um, what has been great about it is 
you know, looking back, I mean, this was by far, I mean, it was totally a, a God thing. I mean, everything happened for a reason. I totally believe that. I know he was watching over us. And, um, but looking back, I mean, I think it's cool that we've been in our coach during this whole COVID thing too, because it's really allowed us more freedom and, mm. you know, and we could look at the map and we, our plan was to come out West already, but when you were watching COVID and you were watching what was happening, you could tell that it was definitely more, not as, um, there wasn't as much COVID, weren't, weren't as many cases out West. And Ooh. so I kind of felt Ooh. like the sooner we could get out there, the better. And so what I would tell people is it's definitely more freeing. I mean, not being attached to a sticks and bricks and, your your mortgage and your insurance and your taxes and all mm-hmm. that stuff to be able to just do away with all that and just experience what is out there is is incredible. Amen. So I would say go for it. And back to what Sheila said, um, this was not my plan. <laughs> Definitely not my plan. <laughs> Definitely not something that I said. Oh, I have to go do that someday. No way. Um, but, and people do say that a lot to us. And, and I know Sheila knows that too, because we've been together when people have said, oh my gosh, that's totally, when you're in a restaurant and they say, oh, where are you from? And you go, well, uh, right now I'm from here. Um, <laughs> you know, originally I was from Chicago. Um, but, you know, they, oh, that's my dream. See, there are a lot of people that have that dream and I think they're just afraid to take yeah. that jump. But it is yeah. incredible, and it's so rewarding and so freeing to be able to get rid of all those bills. Yeah. That, you just have different bills, but they're not as big, <laughs> I don't think, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I agree. And, you know, I think a, a lot of people, like, we've met homeschool on the road, too, with their kids. So mm-hmm. it's kind of teaching Turns about on. Mount yep. Rushmore. They're taking them to Mount Rushmore. Yep. Sheila, what would, yep. you, what would your advice be, Sheila, since you're fresh at this, uh, to our listeners about selling everything and going RVing? I would definitely say what's holding you back because, you know, you just, I always tell my kids, you make a decision and you take action. If this is a life goal dream and, and you, even if you start out just by doing it for a couple months a year or one month at a time, just like our friends here that we're staying with right now, they're RV shopping. Their daughter just bought an RV. My daughter called me right before the show to say, mom, we bought an RV. They're going to sell everything and do the same. <laughs> and so it's like, well, Parks are going to be a little busier, but it's, it's really going to be um, quite, quite a journey that I think if your heart is earning for it, yearning, yearning for it, then don't let anything hold you back. Just go for it within the guidelines and the parameters that your life allows. And then yeah. if it's got, meant to be and it's God's will, it's just going to fall in place. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. I just, you know, it's so exciting to hear you guys to, to just sell everything and go RVing. I am jealous. I would love to do that. Um, and it says in scripture as well, don't be afraid and don't be discouraged. If you're praying on this, ladies, look to God for this. Maybe the timing isn't today, but maybe he's putting on your heart down the road that this could be something that you and your family or even alone. I've met a lot of women who RV by themselves. You know, I watch them. They they have a smaller RV. They hook up. They go across America, and they're loving it. Amen. I just absolutely love it. So 
I know that we're talking about God and we're talking about situations. And I know that my husband and I have had a lot of God appointments as well. And we only have about one minute left, ladies. Sheila, can you share with us, have you been a blessing to others or has someone blessed you while you've been RVing? A God appointment is what I like to call it. Oh, let's see. I would say that we have been blessed immensely. We want you to talk about this last time. We met this other couple, and there were some things that we needed to, um, you know, before we left the state. And because we learned about some um, legalities of, of getting, you know, our license and stuff, that we, we, our timeline was leaving, and they just stepped in and helped us so much. Now they're going to meet us in Florida. And, um, you know, you just, you're building, you're building not only yeah. friends, relationships, but friends that actually become like family. Yeah. So mm-hmm. definitely we have been blessed and I'm hoping that we can be a blessing to others, even helping them on this journey, just like Katrina was a blessing to us to start and learn this journey. Katrina and Ed, just knowing them and being able to have conversations with them yeah. about all this and following them. If you really think about how much money they saved us. By them already knowing what to do and what not to do. Oh my gosh. They have blessed us with our words. Ladies, thank you. I wish I could jump over to you, Katrina, but you've already been a blessing (laughs) to other people. We're out of time, you guys. There's so much still more to cover. But ladies, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would today be the day that you ask Him to come into your life? It's simple. Jesus, I need you to take the steering wheel of my life, whether it be an RV or not, and lead me for the rest of my days. Sheila and Katrina, God bless you. Thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom on selling everything and going RVing. Ladies, you know I love you. This is Shugbury, over and out.